I'm your BFF Heather, and I'm also lucky enough to be the host of this show. I'm a perfectly imperfect wife, mom to four, ages ranging from 10 to 24. And in this space, you will hear honest conversation and learn to pivot in life to do all that God is calling you to do. We're in this together, and we are not afraid to do scary things. Hello, darling. Welcome back for episode number 52. We are kicking off 28 days of fabulous February. But first, I want to congratulate you because you made it through January, which was the longest month in history to me. Was it as long for you as it was for me? It was so long. I want to start today off with reading the sweetest review podcast review and thank all of you who have recently left reviews. It's so important to me and I'm so grateful because in podcasting reviews are everything. So this review is from Love's Life 21 and the title is Could Be My New Fave. I loved everything about the show. Heather is real. Her words all have meaning to me. There is so much good stuff here. I actually found myself taking notes. Wow. Oh, yes. And I'm joining her community. If you have one thing to do today, it is to listen to this podcast. Thank you, Heather. Well, thank you, Love's Life 21. I appreciate that so, so much. Okay. This month, back to 28 Days of Fabulous, We are going to be looking at things every day with a new perspective. We're going to gain some new habits, but we're going to kind of put a spin on a few things for you. And we're starting the month off with our BFF, Kim Dennison from Dennison Travel. And she is going to tell us a new way of looking at planning your trip with your children or even just yourself or you and your spouse or you and your teens. I mean, this is, this is for traveling with everyone. It really is. I mean, it just, it makes me, Oh, I don't want to say too much. I'm going to give it all away. So let's go right now and join Kim. We're going to dive right in. Hey friends, we are here for travel tip Tuesday Woo-hoo! with Kim Woo-hoo! Dennison with Dennison travel. I'm so glad to have you today, Kim. I'm so excited to be here. I want to hear all of your tips. We're, we are fast approaching spring break and booking our travel for summer. Give us your best travel tip Tuesday. Well, when we think about spring break trips and we think about summer travel, of course, we think about traveling with our kids. And depending on what age group we've got to deal with, um, I think there are unique challenges and also great benefits, but just certain things that we want to make sure we're taking into consideration when we're talking about traveling with our offspring. So one of my first tips um, when it comes to traveling with kids is start early. A lot of people don't think about traveling or traveling internationally, taking big trips with kids when they're young, because they think, that there's, you know, so many destinations that aren't kid-friendly, it's too difficult to travel, you know, you do have to load up like pack mules sometimes, especially (laughs) when you're, you know, carrying all the gear. But my number one tip for folks who, you know, are new parents is to start traveling with your kids when they're little. 
This makes your kids more flexible, more nimble, and more adaptable to different environments, more adaptable to different uh, experiences, new situations. It just becomes part of their life. And so it becomes second nature, nature very quickly. Um, another tip that I have for folks, especially when we start thinking about spring break, we think about choosing destinations that are gonna be good for the entire family, is don't forget to include your kids in the planning. Make them a part of the process. Oh, I like talk that. to them, talk to them about what would be fun for them to do and experience during their break. Um, and that right there is just gonna break down a lot of barriers and help build excitement and anticipation for all members of your family. So that's, I think, you know, as I was sharing with you, Heather, not long ago, I have a kid that's eking into tweendom. He's becoming a little more committed to his social life back home. And so we might be, you know, edging forward to those days where he doesn't really want to leave. He wants to stay and be with his friends. Um, but as long as we get him involved in the process early on and hear him out about what he's interested in seeing, what kinds of activities or experiences he wants to have while we're traveling, then it helps him become really invested in the process. And he's excited about the trip too. I think that's so helpful. What about, you know, we make these vision boards the first of the year. What about a travel board? I can see that being beneficial with teens. Absolutely. It's tough to get a teen motivated to leave their friends, like you said, and just to leave their own bed. I mean, teens like to be in their room. They like to nest in their bed. It's, it's hard to pull them away. It really is. And I love the idea of a vision board. You know, that's something that we do with our clients a lot is we create what we call a wander list. And we actually engage every member of the family and we visit with them separately. Children as young as four or five can talk to us about this. And we learn really amazing things. And we've seen parents learn amazing things that they never knew their kids were interested in. And so once we pull all of that information together, we can kind of create like a three-year or five-year or 10-year travel plan um, and, you know, have this roadmap for what your family is going to experience over the next several years. And doing that with your kids every year, just kind of looking at the holidays, you know, we sit down every spring as soon as we get the new calendar for the next school year and we start plugging in the dates and looking at, you know, how long we have off for Thanksgiving this year and Easter. And so even just sitting down with your kids and saying, okay, is there something that you really have been thinking about or that you've heard your friends talk about, you know, trips they've taken, that would be fun. Um, A lot of times our guys will come home from school And they've just learned about a destination or about something historical. And they have, you know, this newfound interest in that destination. Right. So it's really fun to incorporate those things into your long-term planning as well. Because, you know, kind of as an aside, I feel like one reason that it's so important to travel with our kids is because they learn experientially. And so when you are hearing stuff and looking in history books and you're just having this information kind of regurgitated to you in school, if you can combine that with an actual visit to the destination, um, it really is so much more impactful, I think, for our kids. Absolutely. Taking the stuff that they're learning in school, 
things that have piqued their interest and then having them incorporate that into their travel wish list is a fabulous idea. I love the travel wish idea, the list. Okay. So how soon should we start planning? It's February now. When should we begin planning for the summer? Um, Last month (laughs) (laughs) or even sooner. Now, I will say some of that is COVID related. We are seeing, um, you know, just over the last couple of years, a lot of interest in domestic travel. So folks are wanting to stay in the United States. Um, And there are certain destinations that have been just really, really popular and they book up quickly. Um, This year, we're having more people feel comfortable with traveling internationally again. So for those popular international destinations, there's a new surge of demand for those destinations combined with two years of delayed trips that have been rebooked and rebooked again. So what I would say is you want to start planning as soon as you think about it. Reach out to your travel advisor, start looking online. Um, not to say that it's too late to, to plan or book anything for this summer, but the sooner the better right now. Kim, I love the idea of the wish list for your family. I think it's fabulous. I think it just really can be a game changer for families whenever they start thinking about travel. You know, if you sit down with your family and you create this list of destinations that you want to experience, say before your kids leave for college or just in the next couple of years, and you can build out this roadmap for the next three years, five years, it gives you a couple of advantages. One is that you can be a little more flexible whenever you're, it actually comes time to traveling, uh, to travel. So for example, if you have Panama on your family's wish list, and we see this amazing opportunity, maybe a great promotion comes through or this resort that we know is gonna be perfect for you, has you know the super exclusive deal, we can reach out and say, hey, oh my gosh, now is the time. Let's look at Panama for you right now and book this. We can tick that off your list, save you gobs of dollars. So that's one advantage. But another advantage is, you know, I think a lot of times life gets busy. We get wrapped up in our day-to-day, not being able to take a breath and and think about anything past next Friday or what we're going to make dinner for, you know, make for dinner tomorrow. And then all of a sudden we're like, oh my gosh, spring break's next month. I haven't even thought about it. We're going back to 38. Yeah. Or and how so about next not, week? Next, next week. Next week. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. And so when we create this kind of longer term plan and create our travel goals, um, then you can really be intentional when it comes time to make decisions about where you're going to spend your time with family. We say that, you know, Travel is an investment, it's an enrichment, but your leisure time, and especially when we start talking about travel with kids, when you only have them at home for 18 summers, you know, as the the marketing campaign goes, you really um, come to view your time as an investment. And so we want to make sure that we're spending that precious non-renewable resource wisely. So this is one reason why I say it's great to work with a advisor who likes to build these long-term relationships with clients because they can really help keep you on track just like your financial advisor would or you know your estate planner or your personal trainer they can sit down with you and discuss your goals and then really make sure that they are helping you make decisions that 
are in line with those overall goals um, for your family. Absolutely. Not to mention that right now with COVID, there are so many hoops to jump through and just extra things that we have to take into account when we're talking about travel. So, um, you know, travel authorizations, testing, documentation requirements, cancellation terms, changing last minute because somebody gets sick, you know, making sure that you have flexibility with um, booking terms and just a, a myriad of things that we've now become experts in as well. But well, and you are very knowledgeable when it comes to traveling with children because you have two sons of your own. Where I has do. your most memorable experience been as far as traveling with children? So far, I would say, well, I've got two that I want to share. So the first one, um, which really, I think, unleashed the travel bug in one and completely traumatized the other. Um, <laughs> was our epic road trip, which really kind of started me on the path of moving into travel advising professionally. Um, but, you know, as you know, we live in the deep South. We're in Mississippi, where it's 600 degrees outside during the day in the summertime. Um, and I just couldn't bear the thought of another summer in the house with, at the time they were three years old and six years old. Um, so I loaded them in the car and we took off for 18 days. We did a 4,000 mile road trip, just the three of us. We hit 18 states in the US, drove up into Canada, over to Quebec City, and had the time of our lives. And we still talk about this trip. We will still hear a song on the radio. And one of the boys will say, oh my gosh, that's one of our road trip songs. And so that was a really special, incredible experience. You know, it taught me a lot about traveling with my kids. Um, and it taught them a lot about flexibility and, you know, just embracing the moment. Um, so that's definitely a memorable trip. The next most significant trip, I would say, is that when Finley, who was my oldest, was seven, he and I went to Denmark for two weeks. And we kind of road tripped around Denmark. And during that trip, I saw him flourish as a little person so much and change so much in that two week period that it was incredible. I would, we, we hit a lot of art museums on that trip and seeing him appreciate art on his own without any direction. I'll never forget him walking up to me standing next to a Jackson Pollock. And he says, mom, I don't know who this Jackson Pollock guy is but he's really good at art. You know, it just blew me away. And um, we spent several days out on this little island um, off the coast of Denmark. And, you know, Denmark is just a very progressive, really safe country. There's no, you know, they don't have firearms or anything like that. And we were kind of coming off of a time in Mississippi where something really tragic happened with a boy that was Finley's age in Jackson, um, which had him kind of spooked. And, um, spending that time on that island really just brought him out of that and brought him out of that shell where he felt super comfortable walking up the block by himself to the park to play soccer with kids that he didn't know and he came wow. home a different kid which was really I mean it's 
it's, it's a difficult feeling to describe when you see your kid blossom in such a short period of time and in such a significant way. So those are definitely, I would say, two of the most um, impactful experiences we've had. And this summer, we're really excited. Um, my younger one, who we've always said was our homebody, he's excited. We're going to go spend about a month in France. Oh, wow. Summer. Yeah. That sounds great. Yeah. They've decided they'd like to try to learn French. And so I can work from anywhere. Dad is going to come over and visit um, as much as he can, but we're going to go explore France. Well, I can't we're wait really to hear more about that. that. You'll have to share more from that trip Absolutely. when you come back. Yes. Absolutely. I will say that one of my things that I tell all parents when they travel is that you just have to adjust your expectations. So the way that you travel with your partner or with your girlfriends um, and the types of things that you do on those trips, it's just going to be a different experience. And so you adjust or sometimes have to lower your expectations <laughs> Yes, <laughs> and remember to remain flexible. And that's what is going to give you the opportunity to really have a great experience and a meaningful experience with your kids that you'll all enjoy. Um, and again, working with an advisor, if that's a good fit for you, um, you know, we have the best partners in country. We know the best properties. We know the experiences that are great for families, for example, and we can help you really kind of adjust your expectations and build an itinerary that is feasible and doable for your family. Um, and we'll talk you through these things, you know, so that when you are spending that time and you are spending that money, you can go and not feel like a big stress ball the whole time because that's not fun for anyone. No, no, it's not. Well, thank you so much, Kim. Thank you for joining us for Travel Tip Tuesday. And you can learn more about how to get in touch with Kim. She, her information will be on our show notes. Thanks, Heather. Thanks again for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode or have benefited in any way, please go to Apple Podcasts, leave a review. It would mean the world to me. Also, take a moment and be sure and subscribe because we have a lot of exciting events coming up and you are not going to want to miss out on anything. Come say hello on social media. Stop by Instagram. It's at LifeCoachBFF. Facebook at Life Coach BFF, and also we have started a small private group full of lovely women like you. It's called We Are Your BFFs. Come join. We'd love to have you. Can't wait to see you again next time. This is your BFF Heather from Life Coach BFF Show.